No, I'm, I'm, I'm an Arizona Cardinal. You know, uh, I've done nothing but, you know, give my all to to the to the Cardinals. I uh, will continue to do that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not really too worried about my future as a Cardinal. Kyler Murray speaks. The world reacts, including us yeah. here on the Bickley and Murata Mornings. And our next guest, NFL analyst uh, and overall good guy, Max Starks, joins us now on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Good morning, Max. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are you? Hello, Max. What was your... Where were you when Kyler Murray spoke Yes, You'll always remember where you were when he yeah, spoke right. yesterday, Max. Where were you? No, uh, Your reaction to, you know, what, what's been going on with Kyler Murray and does anything get cleared up in your mind by him speaking and saying what he did yesterday? Uh, no, no. I mean, I would like to say that I have a better appreciation, I guess, you know, for Kyler over the years. But uh, he's still very cryptic. He's very monotone. Um, I was in a car when he spoke <laughs> yesterday, so... <laughs> I was driving. Hobby Lobby was the destination. Um, no, you know, um, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it's. I wish, I wish, you know, you could just take him aside and just say, okay, listen, we. I know you need to mature. I would love for you to fast track this. I would love for you to be this great leader that has a lot of great words and knows inflection of voice. But I can't. He won't. So this is what we got, essentially. So, so for me, it's just it, it, it is frustrating. I mean, I would like to say, yeah, you know what? I feel great. That was a great thing that he said. It gave me the vote of confidence. But it was it was dry. It was yeah. It it, it wasn't anything that I was looking for. Yeah, right. Um, and, not, and, not to make me feel better. Yeah. And it was hard to believe when he when he did that denial of scrubbing his Instagram account had anything to do with the Cardinals when everything his agent yeah. did was right around that. So you're right about that. Oh gosh. And then in the whole the whole um you know, the whole fourth grade, you know, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. Here's <laughs> here's my reasons why you should like me. Um letter that his agent sent out. I mean, it was <sighs> I mean, I I, re, I really struggle with, you know, when you're talking about a franchise turning a franchise yeah. over to someone and them being the face of said franchise when they have so many things that, you know, are just you know the warts, right? You mm-hmm. know, the the bruises on the apple. Um, you know, it, it's hard to get top dollar for that, and, and I just I struggle with that. All right, let me ask you this: if if you own this franchise and you begin offensive lineman, you understand quarterbacks and leaderships about as well as anybody. Uh, there's a report out there that the Panthers might want to gear up and make a trade, and maybe if you're the Cardinals, you could recoup some draft picks, you could get some comp- compensa- compensatory picks from what you've lost this year, and maybe you could go get easy access to Baker Mayfield. That's option A. Option B: you pay Kyler Murray because because you have paid Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury handsomely, and it looks kind of silly if you're not paying the quarterback. Or do you call his bluff and just say, this kid is not going to hold out, he's not going to pay back bonus money, and we are going to demand to see another year from him? Which of those three options are you choosing? Uh, Let's see here. I, uh, I see the metrics. I'll make him an offer. Um, it's not going to be what he wants, but I'll make him an offer that's equal to what he's going to see in the guaranteed money. So, you know, you'll give him something that, that that's equal to where, 
that mid-range market is, you know, obviously, you know, I'm thinking the Kirk Cousins to to whatever, you know, Derek Carr is going to get type of range. So you're trying to feel out for that. I, I he's 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 not he's not top five quarterback. Um and I know that, that that's where the trend is, but uh-huh. I would make them that offer and then of course, you know, then you see where the chips fall after that. But I mean I do make an offer because I think there's a synergy there between Kime, Kingsbury, Murray, um however it might work. But it's 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 not going to be for the moon, which I'm sure that's what his agents asking, especially given that that lovely uh, that that lovely letter written about his client <laughs> Pro Bowls right, and, the, and the very right. tough NFC when the Pro Bowl is definitely not what the Pro Bowl used to be. No, no doubt, that's true. Max Starks, our guest here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Big picture, leaving Kyler out of it. There's a lot of Cardinal fans that are kind of you know you know waiting you know patiently for for them to make a splashy free agent hire or, or acquisition. They brought back some of their own. They brought in a couple of guys who are, are depth guys, in my opinion, from the outside. What do you, especially in a time Max, where we're seeing seismic shifts in terms of roster strength around the league with the moves these teams are making? What do you make of this strategy, free agent wise, from the Cardinals from what you've seen this year? Well, I mean, here's the thing that I will say: um, less is more right now. If you're if you're if you're any team in the NFC, guys, I mean, just face it. All you have to do is wait, and everybody's leaving the NFC. So <laughs> technically, by being still, you're getting better because <laughs> everybody else is getting rid of everyone, and they're all going to the AFC West. It seems like so. You know, hello NFC West. AFC West wants to now be the number one tough division because everybody is fleeing uh, those confines. You know, here's the thing. The NFC, when you look at it, I mean, who are you going to have to go through? You know, because that's normally where you, where you size up your competition, right? Um, you, look at, you look at, okay, what is the path to where I want to go? The promised land, which is the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> In the NFC – Especially in the West, okay, you've got to you've got to go through L.A. L.A. lost a lot and they haven't recouped a lot, um, you know, from their championship team. Okay, that's one team. Okay, yeah, Seattle. Oh, that's right, Russell Wilson's gone. Uh, you know, we don't know what DK Metcalf's going to do next. Um, so you, you just sat still and and you watched your you watched other teams get weaker in your own division. Then you say, okay, Green Bay. Well, they lost Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You know, the only guy that you have is what, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and, and Amari Rogers, who, who, who's definitely five foot nine. Um, he is a very small human being. Okay, that team, it doesn't look as good anymore. Tampa Bay <laughs> is Tampa Bay. You've seen what they're going to do. So if I'm the Cardinals, I'm just, I'm just playing possible. I'm waiting. Yeah, and it has to be a good deal, and we know Steve Kime does this. He waits for tier two and tier three level money, and you go and you make a value play for a lot of guys. He's just waiting because guys are still commanding top dollar, and like you said, we're seeing seismic shifts, and that's not that's not the Cardinals' appetite. They're not they're not going for those tremendous guys where you're giving out a hundred plus million. I mean, you you see what happened. With uh, with Kansas City losing Tyreek Hill, right? I mean, he, and now yeah. he's in Miami. 
I mean, here's the thing. AFC East also got a lot tougher. So you're sitting there and you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, if I just wait enough, money's going to dry up for a lot of these other guys, and we're going to go and be able to, to hit some of these guys that are, A, still free agents, and, B, guys who are still, you know, probably unhappy with their situation. They're probably looking at the competitive balance in wherever they are, and they don't want to be in it. They're like, man, you know how tough it's going to be to get through, um, you know, the AFC side of things. Maybe I do want to get – maybe I want to get traded. Maybe I want to go to greener pastures in right. the NFC, especially the desert. All right, you're making me feel better about things because there are still some top-tier guys who have yet to drop. So um, that in mind, real quickly, Will Hernandez, what do you think about him as a guard? Um, his grades in New York last year, not the best, but that doesn't mean he's not a good player. Do you have any knowledge on him? Yeah, so I so I actually I covered Will uh when he was at when he was at UTEP with Sean Kugler. Oh, and by the way, guess who got the best out of Will Hernandez? Sean Kugler <laughs> at UTEP. So when you're talking about him being reunited with his old head coach from college and this kid is a devastating like run blocker. And we need to upgrade the run game and you're looking for somebody a depth or starter in the interior line. Now, granted, he's just a guard, but he is a powerful, strong kid. You go to New York, face it, who who can really make it in New York? Think of the last seven linemen, hell, ten linemen that, that, that have gone to New York. None of them have done really well. Yeah. You know, I look at even Shane Lemieux, a kid I had, you know, um, that, that from Oregon which I know Aaron Maloney would be happy that I'm mentioning Shane Lemieux and an Oregon alum right now. <laughs> but no linemen really do well in New York, and there's been such high turnover with coaching, offensive coordinators, philosophies, and Will Hernandez was used to a run-first offense in college. And when you have your former head coach, the guy who recruited you to come to said college, you played and became an all-star and got drafted to the NFL under his tutelage, Guess who do you think is probably going to be able to get the best out of you and knows you the best and watch you grow up from a boy to a man than the guy who's out here? Yeah. So I love a Will Hernandez if you if you can bring him over um, because I think under Sean Kukler, he is going to make that jump to the next level mm-hmm. and he's going to be the best player he can be. And when you're talking about wanting to establish a run game, especially the way the brand that James Conner brings in here, I think that that is a perfect fit if you can get him. And there's value there, right, because you said that the grades aren't great. He's not going to command top dollar. Once again, these are all kind positives, right? This is, this is, this is in the kind wheelhouse. And you're going to get him almost in a prove-it situation, and you're putting him with his former head coach. I, I, I would love that addition. Yeah. Max, thanks so much for the uh, time and the analysis today. Uh, good to talk to you. Have a great weekend. 